0: Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. Dude. We're talking Tom Hanks be it cool. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? Exactly. No, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. is sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, just kill some random dudes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another Plotty Time mini-show. This week, me again, Papa Scotch, part two of Cyberpunk Timeline. Uh, if you missed part one, go back and listen to it, because I'm going to kind of pick up right where I left off. I'm wasting no time getting back into this. Basically, I'm going through the timeline of Cyberpunk from announcement to post-release till today, and uh, everything that went wrong and makes them look silly. So, remember last time? You probably do. If you don't, go back and listen right now. Now that you're back, last time, the thing I ended with when I finished talking about it, was that on October 26th, 2020, there was a tweet that came out and said... This is from the official CD Projekt Red Twitter. They came out and said that the date is set in stone for November. The November release date is not changing. End of story. The next day, October 27th, 2020, they pushed the game back to December 10th. Uh, Adam Badowski and Marcin Owinski, who are the co-founders of CD Projekt Red, they said and are were blamed basically multiple platforms and compatibility issues Um, They said at some point during the development of this game, Cyberpunk 2077, it kind of like evolved past the current gen, so they wanted to make it, you know, available to the next gen of technology, and uh, they basically said, you know, we need to make sure everything works well, runs smoothly, Uh, we were aware, it it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make a difference, but they do. Most people working at CD Projekt Red from what came out were very unaware of this. They. They basically blamed uh, regulations in the Polish stock market, which changed things. Like I said, day before they were firm on the November release date. Apparently, from all indications, all reports, they've been crunching since late September. Now, that was from an official statement, and I quote, One thing that's still unclear is where the new delay leaves the Games team, who has been crunching officially since late September, when studio head Adam Badowski announced a sick... Day, six day work weeks until Cyberpunk 2077's release now here's the best part he went on to confirm that mandatory overtime would be extended a bit as a result of the new release day well no shit so the story gets picked up by the media and gets put everywhere because they said they weren't going to crunch and people get getting reminded that they weren't going to crunch when he went on to confirm that mandatory overtime would be extended a bit he said and I quote Of course it's a story that's been picked up by the media, and some people have been crunching heavily, but a large part of the team is not crunching at all since they have finished their work. It's mostly about the Q&A and engineers and programmers, but it's not that heavy. Of course it'll be extended a bit, but we have feedback from the team. They're happy about the extra three weeks, so we don't see any threats regarding crunch. Two days later, October 29th. 2020, they have apologized to the, basically, Badowski and the rest of the team has apologized to staff on the comments of the crunch in an email. uh, Jason Schreier, again, had reported that the CEO called his remarks demeaning and harmful, writing that what I said, what I said was not even unfortunate. It was utterly bad. So... This is a fun tidbit, the next part that happens. Two, this was actually the day before on October 28th, but I think this is hilarious. So there was a game coming out called, uh, well, it wasn't a game. It had already been out called Path of Exile. They, were, they had a big patch coming, 3 version 13, and they were going to release it on December 10th, and they changed it because they didn't want to compete with Cyberpunk. It's just fucking, it, this is going to get great. Uh, this kind of happens all the time. Uh, you see it more with movies, but video game studios do it all the time. When someone's going to release some DLC or some new content, or even their base game that know they can't compete with the AAA people, they'll switch weeks, you know, they'll they'll do it to an area when they hope people are done with the game, or before when they haven't. Nothing crazy. So now we're at November 25th, 2020. There was a presentation to event to uh, the investors where CD Projekt Red guaranteed the date two weeks out, and the game has gone gold. Uh, right now, everyone was working on the day one patch. So they're 100% guaranteeing December 10th, the game is out there. Now, um, it's it's an interesting uh, note in this call. And one that I highlighted was that CDPR, they aren't aiming to release a fully optimized next-gen version of Cyberpunk until sometime next year, but are releasing it for PS5 and Xbox Series XS via backward compatibility next month and boast performance improvements. Now, I don't know if this was reported earlier. This is the first time I'm reading about this, and I found it in my research. I don't know if if it was maybe just mentioned earlier and I missed it, but I believe this was the first report that the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions would be later, the next gen would be later. And you know what? At this point, kind of everyone understood it, uh, this is a thing that uh, several companies had announced they were going to do around this time when the next-gen stuff was coming out, and it's it's not that shocking. No one was really... I mean, this should have been a huge red flag at the time, but no one was really up in arms about it, because you could always buy the PS4 version and play it on your PS5 until the free upgrade came out. They didn't mention it was going to come out free, so they said whenever that comes out, you know, all the kinks will be worked out, will be great. PlayStation 5, coming down the road. So... Now we're getting very close to release date. This is the reports started coming in about December seventh and eighth, twenty twenty, and uh, some some reviews, some retrospectives, some other stuff that came out. They're they're not super great. People are saying that uh, people you know the games whatever it's not great. Uh, and remember, this is expected to be one of the best games ever. So this is a this is not a good sign. Uh, it also turns out that console copies during this time were not given to reviewers at all, which is also not a great sign. Um, there was also around this time, just for completion's sake, around December eighth, that people started getting seizures, and there was no due to this this feature that they have in the game called brain dances, where you put on like a uh, a little thing around your your first person your your character and like little lights blink. Uh, they said that the are supposed to kind of mimic actual devices neurologists use in real life to trigger a seizure when they need to trigger one for diagnosis purposes, which is an interesting. Well, I don't know why you do that or try to emulate that, especially when video games do cause seizures to people. So they did add a warning before the game on December 11th. That was just a pretty dumb oversight you could have easily fixed. I don't know who would have approved that, uh, but, you know, bad management is going to be a running theme here. So then we move to December 9th, the day before release. Remember, December 10th, the game's coming out. December 9th, people start changing their time zones on Xbox to New Zealand so that they could unlock the game early and play it early, which is pretty great. I did. There's. The, I have no other note. I just think that's funny. And then on launch day, December 10th, this is when things start to take a turn. Uh, articles are being written. Twitter users start reporting the console versions are bad. Like they look bad. There, there's bad faces, bad animations, horrible frame rate drops like blurriness they some of these screenshots these people were posting look like a ps1 game and i'm not even kidding cd project red is completely silent on december 10th uh there was also a really fun glitch that was happening which i did also experience uh over a month later where when you were creating your character their genitals just clipped right through their clothes so you'd have like a, a dude in a t-shirt and jeans and you just see a little well how do you do hanging out of his pants which is pretty pretty funny people saw that they're like ah that's pretty great. Anyway, moving on. I did also mention it in during the podcast at the time when I was playing it around the end of January. I don't remember what episode, but I talked about how we talked about how there was going to be custom custom genitals and that turned out to be really shallow and lame because there was essentially two dicks, uh an uncut and a cut for lack of a better term, and then the quote unquote vagina, which was just the absence of a dick. There was no that, that was it. Nothing Nothing about that. I mean, I don't want to really get into the the intricacies of video game genitals, but the way they made it sound was there'd be all the kinds of really weird customization. I thought there'd be like a cybernetic cock. I thought that'd be fun, but no, no, just two different dick models and the no dick option. Fun fact too, around here, people were PC players. Uh, The first night it reached a million concurrent PC players. Uh, So on PC, people were reporting much better experiences consoles were very rough they still had glitches on pc issues were still happening many glitched out experiences but it was playable on pc uh fun fact is that it came out around this time that it looked great on stadia because all the compute was being done in the cloud which i think is pretty funny but uh people are also talking about how you can't change your appearance once you started once you started you can't change your hair you can't change anything about yourself once you start the game which that's a dumb fix that's easy to fix i don't know why that, that's still to this, to this day the case as well, by the way. So CD Projekt Red felt good about it because sales from pre-orders were, as reported to investors, enough to cover the cost of the game. But then the returns are going to start. So still, well, this is now December 10th and 11th around there, uh, reviewers actually start getting hassled for not praising the game enough. There was also a bunch, uh, a, a very controversial, I guess, uh, article that came out on Polygon that basically talked about, uh, how it really didn't do well and did horrible things for trans representation. And then a bunch of terrible people on the internet jumped all over them, which still tells you people that play video games are pretty much pieces of shit. Not all of them. There's some good ones out there, but it is the exception to the rule. If someone comes out and has a view of the game and says their opinions on what the game does for people going through transitions or trans people in general, maybe just shut the fuck up. Let them express their opinion. That'd be good. That'd be a good idea. Maybe don't jump all over them. That'd be nice. Don't do that. Don't be a dick. Next day, December eleventh, launch day plus one. Uh, it is reported that executives. Send an email to staffs taking full responsibility for Cyberpunk's shortcomings. The game's a disaster, by the way, at this point. Console users are very fed up and very disgusted, and this in no way represents the game that was teased at any aspect. So basically, originally also it, it was announced that bonuses were promised based on Metacritic reviews, but uh, the news dropped that either way, the people who worked on the game are, are getting bonuses, just flat out. Uh, they came out with a statement saying we underestimated the lengths and complexity involved in making this game a reality and still you did everything you could to deliver an ambitious special game CD Project Grid studio head Adam Badowski said to have written to his staff now this this thing is going to come hard and fast at us real quick for the next uh, month or so of time so I'm going to roll through this we got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, there's some fun stuff, there's some funny stuff, there's some sad stuff, there's some bad stuff. So, first off, December 13th, three days after launch, players start reporting they're going to get refunds. Uh, they This is coming from Steam, PlayStation Store, uh, something called Good Old Games, which I guess is a platform it was released on. People are able to basically get refunds, even Australia's biggest uh, vendor, EB... Other brick-and-mortar stores start offering refunds as well. It's a refund barrage. People are returning the game a lot in droves. It is also reported at this time that some people played even for multiple hours and didn't get a refund. I know specifically, I I can't really speak to other ones, but I know on the PlayStation Store they're very strict. Uh, If you've played the game or booted it up, basically you can't return it. So for them to be offering refunds, it's a big deal. Now, um, the next day, December 14th, four days after launch, CD Projekt Red themselves officially offer refunds, and uh, I'd like to read this quote here where they say, first of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing you the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered, and in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. That's the quote. They purposely delayed and stopped giving it to people, then said, sorry, I guess we should have let you know. That's not great. Uh, They did mention also if you need to return digitally, you can get a refund. If you have a physical return, there was email address set up that that would assist you on how to do it. And this offer was basically put into play until December 21st, 2020. Um, Tutorials. Start on going up online, telling people exactly how to get refunds about where they got from, you know, wherever they got the game. Then that evening, there was an investor call. Next day, December 15th, five days after launch. There is a announcement coming out from CD Projekt Red that actually they're not offering refunds. There was some confusion, they said, about how refunds were being handled. They basically said PlayStation and Xbox digital purchases were handled via those separate entities and the statement from CDPR said, we would appreciate it if you would give us a chance, but if you are not pleased with the game on your console and don't want to wait for updates, you can opt out and refund your copy. Which the wording sure did, and I'm not uh, that was the end quote, but the wording did sure sound like CDPR was going to offer refunds, but it was basically just saying in the follow-up statement, go go to wherever you got and get your own refund if you're not going to give us a chance. Cool move. Same day, couple other news pits come out first of all on December 15th dildos became a problem in the game uh pre-patch before the first big patch uh they spawned just in the world like normal loot I missed this because I played after the first big patch but I guess they would just spawn everywhere all the time uh they've toned it down a bit I just thought this was a funny thing to add because they just basically made them like any other loot that would randomly appear in the world and there's only so many and you run into a lot of loot so you're gonna get a lot of d's so that was fun Same day, new information about the launch came out. Remember, this is December 15th. This is five days after the game came out. The new information that came out is that the execs knew it was busted on consoles before launch. They ignored the signals, didn't spend enough time looking into PS4 and Xbox performance. Then, Owenski said, by the way, the billionaire CEO, said, the reason we didn't show the game on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One is that we were updating the game on last-gen consoles until the very last minute, and we thought we'd make it in time, Owenski said unfortunately this resulted in giving it to reviewers just one day before release which was definitely too late and the media didn't get a chance to review it properly that was not intended we were just fixing the game until the very last moment uh this is what they said directly owenski and i guess this is also a reflection of cd project red management but it's kind of easy to see through this statement and it's it's, I mean, maybe, maybe they were working on it till the last second. Maybe they were. But it's, it doesn't look like, it looks like you lied. I'm sorry. Allegedly, you lied. I would never make that accusation that you lied, but, you know. December 16th, six days after launch, CD, CD Project Red tells people who bought it on Sony consoles to sit tight. That's all they said. Now, like I mentioned, they had that very strict return policy and uh, people were having issues returning it, basically. Statements came out uh, about not doing anything right now and they'd get back to them just sometime before the end of 2020. That was the official statement from CDPR. So, the next day, one of the wildest things happens in the history of gaming I have ever seen. December 17th, 2020, seven days after launch, Cyberpunk is pulled from the PlayStation Store. As of recording right now, it's still not there. We are months later, guys—three full, over three months later, almost four—still not there. Um, maybe I'll update this later if it does come out, but before this is released. But for now, nope, not there. Sony basically offered blanket refunds to anyone who purchased the game uh, and said, "Hey, whatever." No harm, no foul. It's returned. Do it now. So this has never happened. This is, and it's a. Cert- I think maybe there were a couple instances of games being removed from Steam, or uh, maybe even PlayStation Network, not for uh, developers' reasons. Maybe like studios close, or they lose music rights, or stuff happens, and games and DLC, sure, they get removed. Sure, sure, but a, a game of this size, of this hype. A week after launch, this has never happened. Not even close. So the next day, we're now on December 8th, 2020. And remember, we're still eight days after launch. Uh, Bloomberg reported that uh, CD Projekt Red had an internal meeting, and their employees absolutely grilled management on what happened here. Their stock dropped in the Polish stock market 30%. They mentioned that even on, you know, eight days later, the game remains unfinished on consoles. And at this point, refund options from every retailer open up. Anyone who wants to return the game can. CD Projekt Red, they backed the refund policies. And uh, they said that if you own, take it to the store, if you can't get a store, get it done at the store, wherever you got it from, let us know and we'll refund it. So the next two days later, December 20th, CD Projekt Red tells everyone that they've sold 13 million copies of the game. I mean, may, I, I don't understand conceptually how games get sold. Maybe 13 million people held on to their copy even after all this nonsense. Maybe that's just PC. Uh, this I I don't know if this is there's truth to this statement. Only they do. I'm not alleging that they're lying, but I'm sure returns were a lot and heavy and hard. It was insinuated in the article I read this is only to make investors happy, but I have no idea. I'm just saying what was reported. Now, December 25th, Christmas Day, 2020, 15 days after launch, the lawsuits start happening. And I want to read this quote because it says, on behalf of persons or entities who purchased or otherwise acquired publicly traded CD Projekt Red Securities between January 16th, 2020 and December 17th, 2020. So what does that translate into? That is that stockholders, specifically the stockholders who had picked up stock in the last year or so, The stockholders are suing the company for lying about pretty much everything in the game up until its release. Now, I don't know personally. I'm not saying they lied. It looks like it. It looks like the people have a case, the stockholders. I don't know. There will be an investigation, and I certainly don't want to say that they bull-faced lied, but, you know, they did. I didn't say that. What are you talking about? So then we hear pretty much radio silence until January 13th. 2021 when a video dropped. And this was from Winsky, I believe. I don't know why I didn't write it down. But uh they're basically saying that they have a firm commitment to avoid crunch on all further games. And they're they're hoping for essentially a No Man's Sky Redemption Arc. Uh which I think I'm going to talk about that more later in one of my other episodes. But uh they also shared a roadmap of the future with several patches uh, and other stuff coming for 2021, and they kind of moved the free PS5, Xbox Series X version to the back half of 2021. A couple days later, January 22nd, 2021, the first major patch drops, and this includes a lot of quest fixes, a lot of bug fixes. Uh, mostly, if you read the patch notes, it seems like all the game-breaking stuff that would make it so you can't progress or finish the game. Um, some some texture cropping fixes, it introduced, uh, which is fun, because that was basically a game to fix things that were stopping people from completing it. However, it then included another brand new game-breaking bug, uh, which basically, it, it happened in during a mission. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but you have to basically wait for a call from one of the main characters to progress the story, and they would just never call. So they had this ridiculous workaround Where you skip ahead 23 in-game hours, go to this other place, do this other bullshit, and it'll start. I remember this was around the time I started playing the game, and I did play it on this patch. And I don't know if I got to this part before uh, the next Hotfix would be released. Which would have been six days later, and it was Hotfix 1.11, which would fix this issue six days later. I don't remember if I, I played it before that or i got to this mission before that it was right around this time but basically i i do remember running into this exact moment and the guy who was calling me took forever to talk like the video chat came up and i'm just sitting there like um what 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 are we doing here what's okay and then eventually he did start talking and the mission continued so maybe i ran into this maybe i didn't maybe that was the issue that it wouldn't progress and people just weren't patient i don't know but i did not run into this plenty of people did i certainly did not i saved before i saved i've never saved a game as many times as i've saved my game in this fucking thing guaranteed so like i said january 28th 21 the new patch the hotfix 1.11 drops it fixes this mission uh it also kind of fixed some loot randomization they said but not really anything else from the hotfix so, you know, take that for what it is. You know, usually that's exactly what a hotfix is, fixing something that needs to be fixed immediately. Because I do remember reading, I could be wrong, but I I do remember reading that at some point, if you're going to push an update during the PlayStation Network, it costs like 25 grand or something every update just to push it in resources. So I don't, I don't remember if I'm reading that right, but basically hotfixes cost money. So they did this immediately, uh, which does show their commitment to it. But, you know, We'll let you decide how much they actually committed to it. So when we hear, you know, uh, not much until February 2nd, 2021, and where users, uh, there was a mod exploit that was found. This only affected the PC users, but there was a vulnerability in external DLL files, which could be used to execute code on PCs. So they said, you know, to resolve this, at least for now, you should install any mods from untrusted sources, which if you know anything about PCs in the mod community, that's every fucking mod is from an untrusted source. It's someone creating it, changing it, doing something. Uh, within three days, to be fair, this was fixed. The, the surprise really came because this was discovered a week after the mod tools came out, not, re- not right after, a week later. So who knows? what happened in that week. Now, if you remember, if you're a good listener, you listened to the first episode of this, the first part one of the Cyberpunk Timeline. And in that, I remember telling you in 2017 about how CD Projekt Red got hacked. You guys remember that? Well, guess what? February 9th, 2021, they get hacked again. Cyber attack part two. But this time, they actually stole something worthwhile, supposedly, allegedly. And then they ran, tried to ransom it back to CD project red. They basically said, and cyber project red had come out and said this as well, that about a terabyte of data was compromised. The hacker had left the ransom note and basically, and I'm paraphrasing CD project red told them to go fuck themselves. They said, we're not going to be, we're not going to pay your ransom. Uh, we're, we're not going to go into your demands, go to hell. So they had to basically fix all their internal servers with backups Any real company does this and has backups, usually at another site or secured some other way. They talk to authorities. They refuse to negotiate with the hackers. And I would also like to say, fuck hackers. Fuck anybody who ransomware. Like, you're a piece of shit. Like, you are a genuine piece of shit. I know if you're already out there doing it, you probably have made peace with that. But if anyone's thinking like, hey, I'm going to do... No, don't. You're a piece of shit. Don't do it. The next day... February 10th, 2021, it appeared to everyone that the hackers began to sell the source co- the source code. This was part of what was taken in the terabyte of data they, supposedly they took the Cyberpunk source code, they took some stuff from Witcher 3 and something from the game called Gwent. Uh the only one I guess really at this point was that was a value was the source code for Cyberpunk. So, they these hackers Allegedly, I, I, you know, there's no way to verify if this was the actual hackers. If this supposedly happened, CD Projekt Red said it happened, but maybe they got a terabyte of useless bullshit. Who knows? Supposedly, they also got internal emails and HR stuff. Who knows? None, no one has seen the data as of this point, no one knows what was there. But they, the criminals supposedly appeared on a Russian hacking forum. I say supposedly because they did, they did appear. Or at least someone posing as the hackers appeared on a Russian hacking forum. They said the bidding will start at a million dollars. And if anyone wants to pay seven million, they could do so before the bidding. And essentially, you know, we could stop this. So no one really followed up with this story much once the hackers stuff was stolen and CD Projekt Red said no. So I would like to mention that this this is the story of that what happened after that. And Basically, at some point before bidding started, the auction was pulled from this Russian hacking forum, and then the hackers released a statement saying, we received an offer that satisfied us. So what does that mean? Well, apparently, if you ask every website that ever existed that covers anything related to games, they would tell you that the source code was sold for $7 million, or just sold in general, because they're not journalists and they're bad reporters, but... After this died down, after everyone got their wits about them, it is pretty well thought that they they probably just didn't have a bidder. There were some retractions offered later, saying, "Hey, you know, maybe maybe they just pulled it and tried to act like they sold it, and no one would buy it, and that that most likely was the case. Because why would why would you why would you buy this?" Um, sure, you might get some nice tools, you might get some R&D, but uh, for that much money, everyone's going to know you did it. The source code's going to come out, you're, they're going to find it, It's gonna someone's going to rip it apart and figure it out, and you're going to look like a thief and a criminal, so what respectable video game studio would have done this? And if someone did do it, that was a video game studio, that I guess would have had to be well-known to have that kind of cash to spend on this, you know, how's that going to make you look to the other video game studios? You know, no one wants to be that guy. So it would be the code would get traced back to you and it would be Sue time. So it makes sense or at least stands to reason that this was the case. They didn't find a bidder and they pulled it and acted like it was sold. Maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. Maybe someday that'll get dumped on the internet. Who fucking knows? But two weeks later, February 24th, 2021. It turns out that the staff at CD Projekt Red were locked out of their machine for two weeks. They actually had to, in order to get this spyware and ransomware and all this crap off of their laptops, they had to actually ship it back to the office and everyone was still work from home. So Bloomberg reported that that employees had personal information taken. Previously, CD Projekt Red said that was not the case. So that left everybody in a very rough spot saying that the second big patch that was supposed to come out is february is now going to be delayed that's where we stand right now uh if there's other big changes i may amend them right here <laughs> hey what's up pop scotch again since we recorded this in the middle of march i there have been other new things that have happened uh in the last month so i'm gonna go ahead and give you a quick update and bring us right back to speed of today which is april 12th 2021 as of March 29th, the new patch dropped. The huge, big new patch I was talking about. Uh, the highlights are it makes driving a little bit less pinball-y. It makes cop spawning locations make a little more sense instead of just appearing behind you in the middle of nowhere. The A lot of quest fixes. There's hundreds of updates. You can go read the patch notes if you want. The thing's over 34 gigs, so it's a lot. Now, that being said, it, while it did fix a lot and address a lot of issues, there are people are still running into a shitload of issues. I personally have not played it since this has happened. But a lot of people online, I saw one guy who was talking about the patch and what happened. They said driving was better, but they did the Riders in the Storm mission with Pan Am, and there was five, six, seven, eight glitches just in that mission. So overall, the game's still a fucking mess, apparently. The next day, March 30th, CDPR came out and said they're going to change how they make games. And some of the highlights there, uh, they're going to work into other media, which I guess means film, TV, TV i don't know comics board games other stuff that aren't video games they want to create basically these more agile teams so they can do parallel game development so they can work on more than one thing at once and really what it's just saying what what this is really confirming is previously they were a medium-sized company that was acting like a small company Uh, they also mentioned that they're not going to announce stuff so early which is you know, probably a good idea considering what just happened. A lot of other people, I, I, just since then, we've seen Deathloop get delayed. We've seen other games get delayed that aren't coming to mind. But no one's messing around with this anymore. Like, no, if the game's not done, they're not putting it out, which is great. Maybe we had to sacrifice Cyberpunk for the gaming industry to catch on to the fact that they can't release beta versions and expect us to go with it. So there's also been another couple things end of March, early April They were asked about multiplayer. Apparently, it's still up in the air. Remember, that was going to be part of the game. Now, they're not sure. Uh, Basically, they've also come out and said, I'm paraphrasing here to to really squeeze this in, but uh, in the future, they plan to build the technology to make things online. I'm not sure what the hell that means. Maybe the engine or the infrastructure. I don't know. But the idea is that they can then seamlessly integrate that into all their development of future games. So it's possible that multiplayer is never going to come out for Cyberpunk. It sounds like just from that they didn't even start on it. Uh, that could be That's complete speculation. I have no idea. But it sounds like it's a lot of work that they can't put into the game now because it's fucking broken and they need to fix it. Uh, so basically the idea is they're going to template the online experience and then just rebrand it for every other game. Uh, maybe someday the multiplayer will come out. Maybe not. Uh, if it does, it's not going to be anytime soon. Also, as of today, today's the April 11th, actually. It's the day before this is going to come out. They're still not in the PlayStation Store. So if you remember, that's December 17th to April 11th. They're still not in the store. They had mentioned and come up and said, hey, we think we're closer to coming to PlayStation Store, which means I think they put out this new patch and said, huh, huh, huh? And Sony's like, no, dog." So that's it. And that's, again, this is all speculation. But let me go ahead, throw you back into the episode where I'm going to wrap it up. We are now completely caught up to date on April 12th, 2021. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope uh, I gave you a little information. And just to kind of wrap this up and talk about this timeline is... Essentially, why did I do this? Uh, Was it just to be mean to CD Projekt Red? Was it to make a point? Was it to demean them? No. No, it wasn't. I mean... Yeah, they look like the assholes in this story, but it could have happened to anybody. The real issue here and the thing that I want to really emphasize is it was just poor asset management, which can and does happen to not just this company, but a lot of companies. This company created entertainment products, so it was extremely visible, but it could happen to anybody. Um, they're basically, you know, you start a company with your buddies in your garage, the company with three employees is going to be different at 20 employees. It's going to be different at a hundred employees. It's going to be different at a thousand employees. It's going to be different at 10,000 employees. Like there are people who are C level executive level who are good at the first part, which is taking something small and making it into something, a real business. Then there are other people that specialize in, okay, let me get in there in this real business, this established group. And we're going to take this shit to the next step. And then there are other people who are experts at managing and running large companies, and they know how to deal with the infrastructure, they know how to deal with different department heads, and they know what makes it work. There are people that can excel at all of these. And the fact of the matter is, sometimes you see it happen in companies all the time, they hit growing pains, it's just part of it, and it happens, and when that original management refuses to leave or learn you run into some really tough spots and i think and i'm I'm completely speculating I'm, i don't work there i don't know what it's like to work there but it sure sounds like they bit off more than they could chew and they didn't i mean this game i mean i'll go over it in my review i'll go over it in the glitch fest that's part four but this game is not ready. This is not ready for public consumption, at least on the version I played on consoles. It feels like it's not done, like straight up. And I'm I'm not an expert. I'm not a coder. I, I've just been playing video games a lot of my life. And there are aspects of this, sections of it, that felt like a PS2 game. I mean, we're talking three generations ago. It, it's shocking. It's really shocking that they released the game in this spot. I mean... This game should have been delayed. Honest to God, I'm not kidding you when I say a year. It, it should have been a year. And if you've got your hands on this, if you played it on a console, it's pretty clear. You can see that. I, I don't know why they just didn't, at some point, abandon the PS4 or Xbox standard versions. I don't know. I I get how you want to you wanna bring it out, and and you want to give it on as many consoles to as many people as possible. Obviously, there's going to be a ton more people on PS4 than PS5. Uh, there still is today. There's, there will be for another couple years, actually. And I can see how you want that market share. But if it's not ready to ship on that console, it's not ready. And you tried to force it and you hid it from people so they would borrow it and hopefully get too lazy to return it. Which, you know, take that for what it is. I think this is a fascinating look at a company that really got to the point where they could do absolutely no wrong. I didn't even mention the fact that they made a Witcher Netflix series. I don't know how much they were involved in it, but their their company name shows up in it. It's their property. Um, I I have not seen it personally. Not a big fan, but everyone tells me it's great. So maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. People love it. They love The Witcher. They love CD Projekt Red, and this says they just it just amazes me how this company threw all of that goodwill away to get a product out on time. I don't I don't know if they can recover for, from this uh it, it, it's a huge company they're publicly traded i'm sure they'll figure something out but i don't know how you win back the gaming's trust after this i i i played the game personally i platinum the game i got through a lot of it i played it for like 70 80 hours and that'll that'll go over later but i i don't have any desire to ever go back to it i I, even you could have the coolest dlc maybe someday when the the free ps5 version comes out i'll fire that up years down the line and i'll see the difference and that may be fun but setting yourself up just assuming you're going to do a no man's sky arc is is they i mean no man's sky pulled off the impossible and i don't see lightning striking twice maybe i'm wrong maybe i'll eat my words Maybe CDPR will come back into the, the public and it'll be amazing and everyone will love Cyberpunk and it'll one day become the game they promised, but it's not there yet. So that ends the timeline of where we're at for Cyberpunk. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. If you if you want to hear me do more of these, more investigative type stuff, I, I'd love to do some research and get them to you. Um, if you hated this, let me know too, and I'll stop doing it. If you want to reach out to us, send us an email, plottytime at gmail.com. We have 100% response rate. If you want to get to us on the socials, Plotty Time at Instagram and Twitter. And you can always head over to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Like and subscribe anywhere you see this podcast. Rate it, review it. We love it. We want to hear from you. So till next time, I'll talk to you guys later about more cyberpunk in our cyberpunk April. Later.